Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. For anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. birthday today on the Christian Car Guy show and say yes to the dress. So, you know, Bob, it actually is my birthday. <laughs> that's that's what I was fixing to jump in with. A uh, very special happy birthday to you. I hope it's one of the best you've ever had. I, I got to tell you, I, you know, I don't remember actually ever doing my shows on my birthday. You know, I, I and, uh, you know, my statistical friend who thinks about stuff like that, he goes, well, Robbie, this should be the third time that that's happened, you know, in 16 <laughs> years. I'm like, okay. Numbers guy. Huh? <laughs> I just don't ever, you know, I just, it, it didn't come to me, but I was um, so delighted, actually, that I get to share this day with you, my listeners, who, I, you know, I love and, and the calls that we always get and share. So you may wonder what's the say yes to the dress part. Well, <laughs> You know, there's a couple birthdays that we get if we're in Christ, right, Bob? Absolutely, 100%. And your bumping music was kind of uh, tickled a little funny bone for me because I, I think it was 90 or uh, 1990 or 1991, the best I can figure. Uh, I saw Paul McCartney play that song at Carter Finley Stadium on my birthday. <laughs> So, uh, that was Good a memories. Long time ago. Long time ago. So we heard from the Beatles, right? That was actually the Beatles that were doing it, along with John Paul McCartney, obviously. And I don't know who did the funky version of Happy Birthday. I just found it on YouTube. I really liked it. And then again, Christian Bush, uh, which that was the theme song to Say Yes for the Dress, which is actually Forever Now is the name of the song. But when I think of Saying Yes to the Dress, I, I think of that Forever Now. And so this show today, as always, right, Bob, is going to be brought to you by a Hebrew letter. <laughs> and perfectly, in my opinion, um, today's letter is the letter, and I like to say this because, you know, you get to say stuff in Hebrew, like what you, you use parts of your mouth you don't get to use when you speak English, but it's 
It's a het. So you get to put a lot of H into that. <laughs> and the letter het in Hebrew, if you were to picture it, it's a straight, if you, if you look on the right side, it's a straight line coming down, and that straight line is actually called a vav. But the important thing to note is that it's a male energy, i.e. it's Jesus, coming down from heaven, okay? And then on the left side of the letter het is another line going up, but this is a female energy, and it has a little crown on the top, and it is the, the Hebrew letter Zion, okay? So the, the letter het is made up of two different Hebrew letters. So there's letter Vav coming down, that's Jesus coming down. And if you reflect Christ, right, right? If you reflect him, well, you see, you're a female energy because we're the bride of Christ, and so that's reflected going up. And then there's a little line across the top, like a roof on the letter. It's called a hetateric. And when you do that, you get the letter het, which begins the word life, but has everything in the world to do with marriage. Okay? <laughs> and so, as you might guess, we're talking about a lot more than just a regular birthday here. So, you know, it's, it's if we look at this, as you, you might guess, I've been working on the 119th Psalm, and I have the whole podcast I do every morning on the 119th Psalm. Well, when you get to the 57th verse, King David shares his marriage vow, which would happen on his spiritual birthday, I imagine. So we don't know the day of King David's marriage vow, but we do know what he said, right? And so when you look at the first verse in the Het section, that's verse 57 of the 119th Psalm, and you may know the 119th Psalm is all the letters, the Hebrew alphabet. So the very first letter, I mean, the very first verse of the het section, he says, thou art my portion, O Lord. And he says, I have said, I will keep thy word. Now, were you to read that word, I'd have, I've read it for years and thought basically nothing about it. <laughs> but when you really study what he said here and realize what he was doing and why he was doing it, because you know, he knew that the word het had to do with being united with Christ. Okay, he knew that. And so when he says, thou art my portion, that's the, 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 the root of that word portion is the same word that John would use when he says those who receive Christ, you know, in John 1, 12, he says those who receive him, he gave the right to become the sons of God, right? And that, and that word receive is related to the word take. Go ahead, Bob. You were going to say something. Oh, I just have to listen so closely when you start your Hebrew because it just, it's a little above me. But when I, if I just really get quiet and open up and listen, I received something from it At years ago when uh, I, I would almost close down because I was like, oh, this is above me. I, I, I can't receive anything from this. It's, but now if I just really get still and listen to what you say, I carry something away from it every time. So, and I hope, I hope everybody can see this because it's beyond beautiful. So we have the very first words that were ever recorded that a man spoke. Okay. That would be Adam. And you may recall that he, he got to name the animals, but they didn't quote what he said. It just says he named the animals. So that was when he spoke. But the first thing that we have recorded of what he actually said was his marriage vows. Okay? And, and it says that Adam said, and it used the word amar in Hebrew, okay? So this word that means vow is the word that King David used in this psalm when he said, 
I said. <laughs> Are you following me? And so not only is the word portion have everything to do with being married, okay, and being in Christ and taking Christ to be our bride, so to speak, to receive Christ, but the word said that he used in the middle when he said, I said, that's a vow. And that's not just any vow, it's a marriage vow if you look at the very first place it is in the Bible, which is always a, an index to what the word means. And so when Adam said, now this is blown my bone and flesh of my flesh, right, that was his marriage vow to Eve. Are you getting it? And so when King David used that, that word, he was very specifically sending us all a message to go, okay, Jesus is, is going to be, I'm going to be Jesus's bride, and here's my vow. Total commitment. Right. Here's my vow. I will keep your words. Now, that's a mouthful too, isn't it? <laughs> that's a steep hill to climb. But what a beautiful vow, because of course Jesus is the word, and so you know, when you get married, it is a, a matter of keeping your husband or your bride, as the case may be. It's all about that. But think about what, what David was doing. And so I thought it's just something to ponder with. If you go look at the, the you know, 119th Psalm and just, just think about that verse 57 and what King David is actually saying, and I'm not the only person that would interpret this this way, is, is if you look at it or have it, you know, watch a study on the, how the Jews teach this verse, they understand that that word portion means that Jesus, that, that God himself is in you. They don't think Jesus existed, but they're saying that that portion meant that a portion of God was in King David. Well, how to get there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you get the picture because King David was told that the Christ was going to come through him, and so he looked forward to Christ and, and and then you got this vow. And so along with that, I was, you know, I was thinking it was really cool. What is my vow to Christ? Have I made a vow to Christ? What does that exactly look like? But as always, this is a call-in show. It's live and it's my birthday. So I'm looking, birthday. I'm looking forward <laughs> <laughs> to your birthday, right? I want you to, if you would share with me what happened on the day that you said yes to the dress. I'm not your physical birthday necessarily, but... You know, in my own case, right, you may have heard the story, but I'll share it again since, I, you know, I'll start it off, and then Bob will share his. I'm looking forward to hear his. So I was trying to sell more cars because I'm the Christian car guy, you know, in my whole life, all I ever wanted to do was sell cars. <laughs> and so I went out and I bought a, a series by Norman Vincent Peale called The Power of Positive Thinking. And so we're going to say more yes to the dress. I'll finish my story. We'll hear Bob's story. But most of all, i got to hear your story. And I should tell you, Christian Car Guy Theater in the last segment today, on my birthday, how fun is that? The 21st episode of the Plymouth Progress. So we're going to hear Plymouth Valiant's going to make it again in the last segment. So stay tuned. So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Happy birthday today on the Christian Carcass. A little techno birthday there. <laughs> I like that techno birthday. There you go. And say yes to the dress. So 
Uh, if you're wondering, I bet some people probably are. How old is Robbie today? Well, I was born in, believe it or not, Babcock Hospital in Pocatello, Idaho, on this day in 1955. So that would make me 66. And so for those of us who are born in Pocatello, Idaho, hey, my hat's off to you. <laughs> so, but today I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, but I appreciate you listening wherever you are today. And I would love to know your story of your other birthday that we're talking about. When you say yes to the dress, and you can call us with that at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So when we left our hero, it was, was about 1991. And I was trying to figure out how to sell more cars, and I picked up the book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And in that book, he said that if you want to have a positive mental attitude and sell more cars, he didn't say sell more cars, but I wanted a positive mental attitude, then what you need to do is get up, and I couldn't believe this, you got to get up an hour earlier every morning and read the Bible. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> You can picture this car salesman going, you got to be kidding me, right? But I had a Bible in the house. You know, you can't throw one of those things out. I'd carry it around for forever. And I said, well, I have no idea what this has to do with, but but the bottom line is that's what did it for me. Um, And as I began to read through that, you know, I got into the book of Job and I got mad and mad and madder at God because of all the stuff that went on with Job. And the matter I got with God, the more he probably was up there laughing because he knew he was going to get me at the end of the book. Because at the end of the book, he says to Job, okay, since you're so smart, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Well, you know what God knew then is I was taking on the role of Job and he was asking me the questions, you know, Robbie, since you're so smart, you know, why don't you make the tide come in one time? I'd love to watch you do that or make it snow. That would be good. <laughs> and i was like and see i'd been reading the old testament man and people were smoted all over and i realized that god had a really really high standard and i could now see that i had a gigantic problem and that i was not god nor could i make it snow or all the things that he had mentioned to job there and so i realized i had this gigantic problem well the good news and norman vincent peel knew this is that you keep reading and you get to the new testament but see, then I had this other gigantic problem in that I thought essentially the Bible was a lie because, and this is what I really thought, just to go back to, here's Robbie 1991, is that when God said, when you eat this fruit, you're going to die. Well, they didn't die. They The 900 years worth of you didn't die. And so I just didn't believe, you know, I was like, you know, this isn't making any sense to me. <laughs> something's wrong with this story. <laughs> right. Something's wrong with this story. Well, fortunately, the New Testament clarified that for me, that what actually happened for Adam and Eve, if you've had the same question I have, um, what happened was they died the moment they ate the fruit spiritually, right? At that point in time, they were separated from God, and they no longer had the relationship with God. And so if you were familiar with that letter het, it means life, it does, okay? But that life you got to have you got to be connected to Jesus you see you got to be reflecting that or you're dead spiritually and so i once i came to that understanding there again it was in the fall of that year i can't tell you the exact date but i said yes to the dress and i realized that Jesus the only way i was going to be able to qualify under god's standard 
was to accept the blood of Christ that he did, in fa- that he was in fact God's son, that he did in fact die for my sins, and, and that I needed that in order to be born again. And, and as I did, you know what happened, Bob? I, I just kept getting hungrier and hungrier and hungrier for the Bible. And um, now I'm with I'm with David. I would like to make that vow that um, I will keep your word. I thought that's amazing. Well, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I can't keep God's word. I I can try. I can try. I can try. But before I get home today, <laughs> I'm gonna slip. I'm gonna you know. And that's but, why that's why you got to need his help. Like, oh, got to have the help and got to have the forgiveness for the times that I don't achieve and I don't, I don't, you know, accomplish. Um, my birthday is more of a period of time uh, when things started. To, he laid things in front of me, and I started to say yes a little bit. And then a little bit more, and then a little bit more. You know, it's 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 not a clear cut from this point backwards. Well, what did it, what was, was? Can you remember some of those first yeses? Oh yes, sir. Um, yes to teaching Sunday school at church. I don't know why they wanted me to teach Sunday school. Yes to working with the youth at church. Oh my goodness, what are these people thinking? Asking me. You know, they got me and Lori to. To, to work with the youth at church and and I was just like I laughed inside I'm not sure I laughed in the guy's face but he asked <laughs> me to work with the youth but you know uh, and I said yes to that and then you know so many amazing things came to me uh, through saying yes uh, the youth was one of the greatest opportunities of my life uh, that period of time, so many great things happened. We saw so many young people bond and get to do things, and people brought ideas to us. Um, one lady at church just kept bringing great ideas that I would have never come up with, and you know, and we said yes, and we said yes, and we we didn't say no too many times, you know, and um, it was just a. And one of the yeses you said was, I came into your, the, to 109, you pull it, right? Absolutely. And when you asked me to be a part of this show, I was like, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Do you know who you're talking to here? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I can get on the radio. And Well, he is a Christian car guy. I, I, I knew he was, as, as, as all of those folks that, that God has touched, you know, he... he those that we think are totally disqualified are uniquely qualified. But we need your story. 866-348-7884. Don't forget, Christian Car Guy Theater coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
Happy birthday. Say yes to the dress today on the Christian Car Guy Show as we get to hear Christian Bush's Forever Now. Doesn't that sound sweet, Bob? I just love that song. Yeah, that's if that untouch you, nothing can. You know, you're untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that. Forever Now. So, what is your story? When, <clears throat> when did you... Right? Or, you know, the season, you can tell us a little bit of the story of when you said yes to the dress slash your, your uh, spiritual birthday. So we have Trey, and when you need to call us at 866-348-7884. We do have a couple, and we need more, though, because we're only going to get to do this in this segment because we've got Christian Car Guy Theater in the last segment. So 866-348-7884. We have Trey is in Winston-Salem. Trey, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How are y'all doing today? Doing great, brother. Glad to have you with us. Excited to hear your Good. story. Well, uh, yeah, I accepted Christ at a, at a regional Baptist church. Of course, I, I'll tell you what, I think I kind of grew out of the Baptist. I'm more in the full gospel now, but uh, the uh, uh, I accepted Christ there. I turned Christ down three times, uh, well, actually two times before I accepted him on the third service. Uh, but the conviction of the Holy Spirit was just eating me up. And uh, I just remember going, you know, my grandma to that church that one Sunday, and I tried to count the colors in the carpet, and I tried to count <laughs> the stained glass, the uh, uh, different colors in the, <laughs> in the windows. And, uh, you know, I just remember my palms sweat, and I just remember the Holy Spirit of conviction eating me up, you know. And, uh, my grandma, she could tell, and she reached over there and about knocked me out of the chair with her elbow out of the pew, you know. <laughs> and uh, she uh, she said, you think you need to go up there? I said, yeah, I think I do. I went on up, you know. But, you know, Robbie, I remember all that conviction and the weight. I remember that leaving as soon as I stood up to start walking to the altar. And uh, I do remember that once I got to the altar, I experienced the peace and all that stuff, you know, and the victory. But I, I do remember that, uh, you know, by just the walk that headed that direction was just a peace of mind. You know, I, I remember that just like yesterday. Yeah, and, that, uh, that's the beginning of the repentance, I guess. And so how cool is that? I love that, Trey. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I think, it, yeah, and I think it's more of obedience. I think, it, you know, I think it's more of obedience. So, you know, the repentance, Robbie, I think was more at the altar. But I think it was just the obedient walk that God was trying to get me to do. Saying yes. You know? Saying yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. I, do. I, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I really do. You know, and I, I, I do. I remember that because, you know, the, my palms and stuff, I started to actually feeling really good, you know, like that conviction was leaving. And then, you know, once I got to the altar, you know, and, uh, you know, it was emotional. I, you know, I knew that. And I remember leaving that day, and I can tell you this, I remember leaving that day, and I knew without even knowing anything about the heart of the scriptures or anything, I knew that there was going to be a battle. I could feel it in my soul that the battle had just begun. And I knew it. I knew it right then when I got up. I said, there's going to be a battle. And I, and it was. It was a battle. It was a battle that evening. You know, how that devil comes in on the new believer and tries to say, oh, you didn't pray the right prayer. Or you didn't do this right, or you didn't do that right. You know, I had to get rid of all that junk because that wasn't of God, you know. I and I uh, had to go through there and, and get in there. So, you know, I do remember that. I remember that like yesterday. That's beautiful, Trey. Thank but, you so much for calling. I really, really, really appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, man. Well, you have yeah, a great good. weekend. Yeah, I, I got some others I got to get to, though. Sure, go ahead, Doc. We'll talk at you later on. Y'all have a blessed day, and God bless. Thank Thanks you for the call, brother. God bless. All right, we got Ann Alt, actually, in Huntersville, so this should be interesting. Ann? <laughs> yes, well, I had to start off a little, with a little song. Happy birthday, Robbie, dear. It is really quite clear. You're looking younger, not older. <laughs> So never you fear. All right. <laughs> he, does, he, does, he does look exactly the same as the first day I met I him. Know. He's an ageless he's wonder. <laughs> Especially for all he's been through and survived. Absolutely. But I was going to tell you really quick in terms of how I said yes to Jesus. It's so tip, typically, uh, uh, you know, how the Lord used the place even. Uh, but I had been raised an Air Force brat. I was. Uh, I went to church, but I got into the New Age stuff. And then in 1974, I was with two Christian actor friends at Child's Restaurant, of course. And what does it say in the Bible that we have to be as a what? Child. Child yeah. <laughs> to enter the kingdom of God. And and my friend Roger said, Ann, why don't you give your life to the Lord? And I said, well, Roger, I, I don't feel like I can handle that kind of a commitment, and I don't feel like I'm worthy. And he said, you can't and you're not, just do it. And I, I did. I prayed with him just a simple prayer. And I said, yes, Lord. And I, I didn't really feel that anything much when I said it and all that. But when I walked out of that restaurant, I was floating. <laughs> I mean, I, it, 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 was, it, it was what I needed to make that change. So just say yes. And, and I love that God's parables and symbolism everywhere in our lives after that yeah i i i think that's wonderful i mean one of the things that we can all stand in amazement is that that feeling of oh my goodness you know i'm covered so to speak <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally isn't yeah. that something yeah like is this even possible I, you know, I love that. I love that. Yeah, like Bob said, it's always, it, it, we go through a lot of phases where it's harder and harder, or, and then and then suddenly you keep saying yes one time after the other, you know, and he's so merciful, but we are covered regardless, you know, through it all. Absolutely beautiful. Well, thank you, Ann. Oh, and you're then, welcome. Well, I can't wait to hear Plymouth's progress. Me and, too. And uh, you have a great birthday. God bless you guys. God bless Bye -bye. you. Thank, Thank you, you and I'm so glad you called in. God bless. All right, we have Angela is in Burlington, North Carolina. Angela, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Hey, Angela. Hi, Robbie. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I would love I to hear I celebrated my birth birthday yesterday. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize we were that close in birthday, so that's awesome. Well, how about your other birthday? Uh, pardon? How about your other birthday? Oh, that was August 27th, 1984. I love it when people know exactly <laughs> when, where, and how. You well, know. What happened, Angela? That is awesome. Well, uh, we we had a... Christian television station in the area that had been on for just about two weeks. And um, I just gave my heart to the Lord 
watching uh, watching Christian TV that night. I don't really remember whether it was the 27th of August or the 28th of August because it, it was it was rather late. So it was probably started on the 27th and went into the 28th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Late so, night. You know, it was midnight or one, but do you remember some sense of what they said that got to you? Uh, they were speaking about prayer, and I was going through a lot of stuff, and and uh, so I just uh, took the, the pastors at his word, and I just poured my heart out to the Lord, and that was it. So, so you felt his response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, so. Uh, and it was, it, and I, you know, I've known you for years. Well, I've never met you actually in person, but you, you've been a regular listener and, and all for years and years and years. I don't think I've ever met you. Have I met you, Angela? In uh, fa- no. In face-to-face. We've not had that honor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm, I, I know that it's been a, a, a wonderful journey for you since that time hasn't it yeah and uh if you can remember when you did it i started listening to you just about one week before you changed the name of your show from robbie's hobbies to uh kingdom pursuits kingdom pursuits right so that's how long i've been listening i believe that was in 2014 so wow it's been a while. So it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Angela. Yeah. I'm so glad you called in. God bless. Well, you have a blessed birthday. I appreciate that so very, very much. Well, as we talked about, we got Christian Carguy Theater coming up. Bob, thank you for... Great to be here, and hope you have a great day. And thank you for sharing my birthday with me. I am so glad that you did, and so glad Bob did. So we'll be back with Christian Carguy Theater in just a moment. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. And now time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, A Plymouth Progress, Episode 21. Now, Jimmy saw in his dream that both Plymouth Valiant and Plymouth Fury Faithful went on together with brotherly affection for each other and had many pleasant conversations about all the things that had happened to them on their Plymouthage. And thus Valiant began. Beloved brother Plymouth Fury Faithful, I am glad that I have overtaken you and that God has done a work in both our spirits <laughs> so that we can drive as companions on this pleasant highway. I would have liked to enjoy your company from the beginning of this journey. But you left earlier than I did, and I was forced to come this far all alone. How long did you stay in the City of Destruction before you set out after me on your Plymouthage? Until I could stay no longer. For there was great talk presently after you were gone out, that our city would be, in short time, burned down to the ground with fire from heaven. Really? Your neighbors said that? Yes. It was for a while in everybody's grill. It was all anyone talked about. What? 
And why are you the only one who drove out to escape the danger? Well, as I said, there was great talk about it. Yet I do not think they firmly believed it. For in the heat of the discourse, I heard some of them insultingly speak of you and your desperate journey. For so they called this your Plymouthage. But I did believe, and still do, that the end of our city will be with fire and brimstone from above. And therefore, I have made my escape. Did you hear no talk about your neighbor, Prius Pliable? Yes, Valiant. I heard that he followed you till he drove into the mega mud puddle to spawn, where some said he got stuck, although he denied that part. But I'm sure it was true since he was soiled with the scum from that place. And what did his neighbor say to him? Since he drove back to the city, Pliable has been the object of derision. Many sedans mocked and despised him and would scarcely give him work and would not share his company any longer. He is seven times worse off than if he had never left the city. But why would they be so set against him? Since they also despise the way that Pliable forsook, they are against the way. Or is it that he is a Prius hybrid, sort of playing both sides of the fence, electric or gas? Oh, they say hang him. He is a turncoat. He was not true to his profession. I think God has stirred up even his enemies to hiss at him and make him a proverb because he hath forsaken the way. Did you talk with him before you drove out on your journey? I met him once on the streets, but he veered away on the other side, as one who was ashamed of what he had done. So I did not speak with him. Well, at first setting out, I had hopes of Prius Hybrid, but now I fear he will perish in the overthrow of the city. For it has happened to him according to the true proverb. The dog is returned to his own vomit again, and the pig that was washed has returned to wallow in the mire. I fear you are right. But who can prevent what is to come? Well, neighbor faithful, let us leave him and talk of things that more immediately concern ourselves. Tell me now what you have met with on this journey. I would be very surprised to hear that you had undergone no adventures along the way. I escaped the mega mud puddle of despond, which I understand you drove into and got up to a sheep gate without any danger. But I did meet with a sedamsel whose name was Wrangler Wanton, who would have liked to harm me very much. Well, Faithful, it was well you escaped her trap. Joseph was pursued by her, and he escaped her as you did. But it almost cost him his life. But what did she do to you? You can hardly imagine what a flattering tongue she had. She worked hard to turn me away from the path in order to drive with her, promising me all manner of pleasure and contentment. <laughs> I am sure there is one pleasure she could not promise you, a good conscience. Yes, you know what I mean, all carnal and fleshly pleasures. Well, thank God you have escaped her. The one with whom the Lord is angry will fall into the deep ditch. Well, I don't know if I completely escaped her or not. Uh, how is that? I trust you did not consent to her desires. No, I did not defile myself, for I remembered an old writing that I'd seen which said, Her steps follow the path to hell. So I shut off my headlamps, 
so I would not be bewitched with her looks. Then she cursed me and revved her engine to run into me, and holding my headlamps closed, I sped off with all I had. Oh my, what a pit you escaped. Did you meet with no other assault as you came? When I came to the foot of the hill called Difficulty, I met with a very aged sedan who asked me what I was and whither bound. I told him that I am a Plymouth pilgrim going to the Celestial City. Then said the old sedan, Thou lookest like an honest sedan. Wilt thou be content to park with me for the wages that I shall give thee? Then I asked him his name and where he was parked. He said his name was Adam, Model A, the first, and that he parked in the town of Deceit. Tune in soon for another exciting adventure in the Plymouth Progress. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh-huh, Randy. I think previous Bible got addicted to the mud. But Faithful told us he's been clean for a few months. <laughs> yeah, Danny. They accused him of playing both sides of the mud. <laughs> sort of a dirty double-crosser. <laughs> no, it's, but seriously, Danny, you can sure see the work of the Spirit of God in Valiant. You know, the, the love that he has for his neighbor, still concerned for him after all this time. And then, what happened to Faithful? Did you notice how Satan attacked him right where his glory is, trying to, to get him to hide his faithfulness, hoping he would break faith and sinning with the Wrangler wonton? Oh, boy. You know, the angle of Satan's attack often reveals what scares him the most about us. <laughs> Randy, yesterday I got in an argument with a 90-degree angle. Turns out it was right. <laughs> hey, Danny, it's a funny one. Okay, what does a farmer use to get his angles of his field just right? A protractor. <laughs> See, protractor, that, that plastic thing. I never knew what it did. Oh, boy, it's a protractor. Say goodbye, Danny. <laughs> See you later, radiator. How fun to be with you on my birthday today doing the Christian Car Guy show. I'm so grateful that you listened. I want to mention that the show that you just heard with Christian Car Guy Theater, I think it's episode 54. If you go to the podcast page, you can listen to all the previous episodes and certainly a Pilgrim's Progress, but all the other episodes of Christian Car Guy Theater. Uh, I'd like to mention that the part of Plymouth Valiant is played by Jesse Cordy, just an amazing actor. And the part of Plymouth Fury Faithful is Alan Johnson. Of course, Randy Radiator is played by Brian Habicht. These very talented artists are all listed there at Christian Car Guy Theater Castron Crew page. And of course, I always want to share that without Ann Alt, none of this would be possible. She always helps with the scripts, and she always helps with the casting, and she does so much to keep us all together. So that's all available at the Christian Car Guy website, christiancarguy.com, as well, of course, is the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. This week, I hope you'll consider that vow in Psalm 119.57 and think about that. And as well, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And thank you so much for joining us today on the Christian Car Guy Show.
You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. This is The Truth Network.